welcome everyone to Released with Bianca. Today we have the fabulous Uncle Richard Davies joining us to talk about business, culture and community. Um, so I just want to pass it over to Uncle Richard to introduce himself. Oh, hey, young. Um, Bianca, thanks for inviting me to your podcast. Uh, just uh, here to talk a little bit about business opportunities for uh, Indigenous people and what they need to do to start off. So, um, yeah, that's why I'm here. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about you first before we get talking about Mob? Uh, look, I'm a local bloke, uh, born and bred in Yellowara. Um, yeah, married and three daughters and four grandkids, all that kind of stuff that happens. Um, very proud of the family. Um, yeah, um, I grew up at Kumidichi uh, in Kemlawara there as a young boy and uh, then we moved to Dapdo, uh, housing commission house at Kunawara, me mum and dad and me brother and sister. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been great. Well, the Yellowara is a great place to live. I wouldn't live anywhere else. Um, good place to bring up the family, I reckon. Um, but yeah, I've, I've worked a couple of odd jobs when I left school. Um, tire fitting and turf laying and uh, yeah, trolley collector at Jules supermarket and all of that, all of them jobs that are, I think are very important as you, you, you're growing up and it gives you responsibilities and uh, purpose in life and where you want to be and where you want to go. So them jobs are very important when I was growing up. I, I treasured them moments when I was growing up as a young boy. Um, I wasn't the greatest kid at school. Uh, uh, scholar at school, so uh, anything that I could get, it was uh, it was important, and as I said, it taught me a lot about um, you know, looking after yourself and responsibilities and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, they were good days. And then I moved on to um, I worked eleven and a half years at the LOR, um the Bluescape BHP for eleven years as a tradesman assistant um, labourer. Uh, which was a good learning curve as well because, you know, you work with all different cultures and different nationalities from all around the world. Um, and being uh, the only Aboriginal bloke within my section at the time, well, it was it was, was a little bit hard. It was uh, being the only Aboriginal bloke, but it was good because it built your resilience. It built your strength uh, and... Uh, you know, you're just being proud of who you are and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they were good days, good years, and I got sick of doing that because I was doing shift work at the time and I hated shift work, but paid the bills. And that's what it's all about, looking after your family. And then uh, I got a job. Uh, I applied for a job in the paper. I seen it. It was a new career for Aboriginal people, NCAP. Uh, it was um, funded by the state government um, and it was at LRI Tech. Um, so I applied for that. And as you can see, I like having a bit of a chat. So I think that's what got me through the door because I like a bit of a talk. And um, I was lucky enough to get the job. As I said, my, my education wasn't the greatest, but I, uh, I, knew, knew, I knew a little bit about life and how to you know, respect people and respect myself and 
all that stuff. And if you can do that, I think that puts you in good stead too and being a good person. And then, um, yeah, so I got the job and I did that for a, a year or so. And then the, the job that I'm currently doing now, there, oh, well, it's changed a bit in name, but it's still basically the same. Business advisor for uh, Indigenous people that want to start a business. Um, I applied for that and because it was in the same organisation, I was lucky enough to get that. And, and here you go, 30, 33 years later, still still in the same position. So, yeah, very happy with that. I've been fortunate to hear you speak in a few different venues. And um, I also, so I learn about the Davies family because I received um, the Mary Davis Scholarship um, for Illawarra International Women's Day luncheon. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, I had a look and, you know, was finding out because I moved to the Illawarra 14 years ago and um, my mum was actually brought here when she was seven years old and um, but she she left when she was 14 and my uncles were raised here. So uh, we ended when we reconnected with my uncles, I would come down here and visit and eventually I moved here and I agree it's a beautiful place to raise a family and, you know, during my journey um, in business and also, you know, in the other activities that I do, I've seen you speak uh, and you're very passionate about the work you do and also advocating for Indigenous business within community. So when, you know, I've seen you, I was like, oh, it'd be great to get you on this podcast because it is about how we juggle business life, culture, community, you know, obligations and also move forward. And I know one of your one of your conversations that you said not very long ago was about how far we've come with Indigenous business. Did you want to share more about that? No, look, um, I just feel that over time um, Aboriginal business is sort of, it's, it's getting better, uh, but I think, Business is not really entwined in the Aboriginal culture in a lot of ways. I'm, talk, I'm not talking about there were businesses between clans and tribes and that when back in the day, but it's not like white man's business, I suppose, you can, if I, you want to say. And uh, I think Aboriginal people are starting to get an understanding and, and what business is about and how to run a business. Uh, I think, you know, like you're, you're a, an example, you, you know, you've started your little business up and it's moving along smoothly at this, at this stage. So hopefully it'll continue to get better. Um, but there's a lot of people in your in your shoes as well. So, and uh, we just had the, the Aboriginal Business um, Workshop at uh, with Wollongong City Council about two, three weeks ago. Uh, it was a great success, you know, we had... Uh, I'm not sure, but I think it was about 30-something businesses, Aboriginal businesses that attended. Could have yeah. been a few more. Yeah. Um, and, Illawarra Business uh, uh, Indigenous yeah. Business Network event, yes. Yeah. First one of its kind in the Illawarra, from my understanding. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it made me feel proud when I seen Aboriginal people there, uh, you know, showing, showcasing who they are and what their, what their business is about. And um, Yeah, so it's all about resilience, being passionate and uh, being one, wanting to do it, 
business is not easy. It's not for everyone. Um, and you don't even have to be anyone. You could be anyone. You know, from any walk of life, uh, business can be hard. So, but um, I think we're getting better. And I think uh, Aboriginal people are taking that next step and seeing that there's opportunities there. And, uh, um, yeah, heading in the right direction, I think. I always um, comment that uh, in business, it's, I find that it's quite easy for us to do the work, um, as in, you know, what we're at, the service that we're actually delivering. But when we talk about business, it's actually a different ball game. It's understanding how to run the business compared to, you mm -hmm. know, doing the work, um, which yep. I think that's the, yep. you know, the learning curve that I've really taken on this year is understanding, yep. you know, the finances, the marketing, the, you know, I probably was, I was probably good at the networking side. I know how to have a good yarn as well. Um, but, you know, building the business, um, you know, isn't just about, you know, what expertise you have as well. Yeah, no, that's right. I think, um, yeah, most Koori people are good networkers. Uh, we can talk and network and, you know, brothers and sisters and all that stuff. But when it comes to actual running a business, um, you know, there's, there's times when you've got to be a bit ruthless and it's a business. It's it's You want to make money. It's about money at the end of the day, making a living, looking after yourself, uh, supporting your family. And uh, businesses, yeah, it can be um, cutthroat, but if you look after your, the little things, your financials, understanding them, which is very important, understanding how the money's coming in, where your money's going, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and if you can, you can, you know, get around that. I think uh, you know your business, your business, will, it'll it'll survive. It's um, interesting. I was having a conversation the other day around the change from um, for 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 Indigenous people or for for mob volunteering our time and our services versus saying actually I am you know there is value to what I do and while mm -hmm. my culture says you know I need to give back I also need to provide for my family as well and yep. you know putting a price on the services that we do um actually offer and I feel like that's a shift that we really yep. have to go through when we especially when we go into business because yep. for a long time it was well can you just do this for free or can you or be underpriced even um, and undervalued in regards to a westernised world, I think, or the westernised way of working in business. Yeah, no, that's right. It's uh, It was back in the day. Um, I know, you know, firsthand, like my mum and other elders in the community used to give advice to, you know, local businesses and local governments and, you know, uh, New South Wales government people and all that stuff. Um so, yeah, uh, I think the shift's coming and I think it's a good shift because the value of your time and, and the experience that, uh, you know, our elders and our people have within that the field, I think is valuable. So if they can continue to move forward in that and 
create these business opportunities and um, it showcases that we're, you know, we're doing the right thing by ourselves and by our families and by our community. Um, and I think when you do it that way too, I think you get respect um, from, you know, governments and community and, you know, because them days that we used to do that, like, you know, my mum and other Aboriginal elders in the community and other people, um, you know, why should they do that now? Um, Don't want to feel free. Yeah. So if, if there's an opportunity there and you're, you've got the experience and knowledge and uh, all that stuff, then by all means, do it the right way. Is there any advice that you would give to our listeners about either, well, actually it might be even two pieces of advice. What would you give to Indigenous people who want to run a business um, or want to support Indigenous businesses? And what would you give for, the, you know, generalist businesses who want to um, partner with Indigenous businesses? That's a good one. Well, firstly, if you're going to partnership with an Aboriginal person, an Aboriginal business, do it for the right reason. Do it because you want to do it. But do it because if there's an opportunity, you can learn from an Aboriginal business or the Aboriginal business can learn from you, um, then everyone wins. So I think if there's partnerships that can be made between Aboriginal and non-Aboriginal and it's done for the right reasons, uh, look, we all, we all know that people want to make money. Yeah, that's first and foremost, but... There's also got to be an element of, um, you know, uh, respect and understanding and, um, yeah, and if they can do that, then I don't see no reason why that can't happen. And on the second question is um, Aboriginal people that want to go into business, firstly and foremost, I'd say they need to get a bit of knowledge about the business they're going into. And if they can get business training under their belt, you know, through a small business course, whether it's at TAFE or a uh, local organisation, you know, the AMP or NIS, the old NIS program, uh, talk to your advisors, make your talk to your advisors, get, you know, the support from them and guidance from them um, and, you know, do up a groundwork. Make sure you do your groundwork because um, if you're not going to do that and you just run straight into it, you could be, it could be all sorts of trouble. Uh, it could be legal obligations. Um, you, know, you know, probably need to talk to solicitors or you know, councils or you know, licenses and you know, where you're going to get your insurance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right, but um, yeah, you know, all that stuff. So, talk to people, um, do a bit of groundwork, or a lot of groundwork, and then uh, yeah, you should be right. But don't just go head on into it because once you start going head on in it you're going to come i can tell you now you go head on in it you're going to have issues down the track but if you get all that stuff done first it's going to make your job a little bit easier and when you do come to these issues you'll know how to navigate through all that beautiful too deadly is there any last words that you have for our listeners before we finish finish the podcast Oh, look, I just think people need to take their time when they're looking at going into business, research it. Um, and I hope that uh, if you do that, then, you know, you, you're going to give yourself a good 
good uh, sounding board to move forward in that. Um, but look, um, don't be scared. Have a go. If you don't have a go, you'll never know. Um, and if you do all that other stuff that I mentioned earlier, then if you have a go and you, it's not the right thing, then maybe down a track, it might come along down a track later on. And then you've got that bit of experience and it might be a, an opportunity to start it up then. So yeah. don't just give up at the first instance, but you know, just think about what you're doing. Talk to people, talk to your advisors and get the right advice. I think that's really um, important. It is, it is a lot of upskilling, a lot of, um, and you don't need to know everything, but you need the right people right. and you to direct you to know the stuff yeah. that you should know. Exactly. As well. um, so, yeah, I definitely agree with um, what you're saying. And I'm still, I'm still learning and I'm I, very fortunate. We're all still learning, Bob. I'm still learning. I don't know everything. I don't, I'll be honest with you. It's not that I don't want to know everything, but once you start thinking you know everything, then that's when you're going to come undone. Don't ever think you know everything. Always seek advice, support, guidance. Doesn't matter how old you are, because um, no one, no one's perfect. We don't know everything. Yeah, and I think that's really um, great words to finish off our podcast today and I just want to again thank you for your time um, and sharing your wisdom. Um, no, thanks for inviting me on, Bob. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate and it as well. All right. Well, good luck with your good luck with your business, mate. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners. Morris, thanks.